welcome to the Tin Lounge. You've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss a current relevant topic pertaining to the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fan With Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. We won't let you leave without some headlines, so stay with us until the end for excess baggage. So, first month of 2023, we're at the end. How is happening? Yeah. (laughs) How are you doing? Well, first of all, isn't January, doesn't January usually feel like a whole quarter of the year? Yes, January is the longest month, I am sure of it. (laughs) But this year it's gone by so fast, I don't know what to do. Um, Been super busy. I have Mm -hmm. worked really hard to keep it manageable. I had one week that was way out of control, but I reined it in. So I'm feeling pretty good about it. How about you? Same, same. I am feeling pretty great about our month. We had our highest sales month in January in all the years that we've been in business. So really pumped about that. Um, I'm kind of freaking out this week, though, because I'm getting ready to head to Thailand on Friday with a travel show marketing group with their... um, It's like a new show they're having in Thailand with the Thailand tourism board. So we get to meet a lot of the Asia suppliers. So I'm leaving on Friday for that. And so I feel like this week is the week that I need to check all the boxes of like, you know, just tying up loose ends, taking those deposits, but also just making sure that I don't forget anything for the trip. Like I don't want to be, you know, Thursday night packing and being like, Oh shoot, I need X, Y, Z. Everything's closed and I can't order anything on Amazon. So (laughs) (laughs) that's, that's the freak out moment for me, but I think I'm trying to keep it manageable as well. Um, and I, I'm like excited, but also a little bit anxious as I'll be gone for a couple of weeks, like almost mm-hmm. two weeks, including travel days. So a little bit anxious, but I feel like I've planned well to accommodate that. So we'll see how that goes. I'll debrief you when, when we record, <laughs> when I get back to see how that went. Also, speaking of that, uh, we were, we're going to take a little two-week break just because of travel. She's traveling. I've got stuff going on, so we're just going to go ahead and take a couple weeks off. It would be so much easier if we could batch record these episodes, but we can't because they're all current events, so they have to be done right in the mm-hmm. moment. So mm-hmm. we'll miss you. <laughs> and I hope you guys miss us too, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Well, before we jump into our discussion this week, we want to give a shout out to our podcast network, Trav Market Media. Head on over to TravMarketMedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business. First up is an article from Travel Market Report. It's titled, Consumers Want More Personalization When It Comes to Travel Planning. And um, they want more now than they did in 2019, according to a new report from We Travel, an end-to-end booking platform dedicated to the planning of multi-day tours. Um, the We Travel CEO is quoted as saying, as an anomaly to industry-wide global consumerism, traditional, in this context, pre-pandemic travel, was often a well-thought, not impulsive purchasing decision, predominantly purchased upfront with cash or credit card. As the industry followed consumer cues with a slow embrace to e-commerce solutions that dominated other industries selling common goods and services. However, after a two-year industry standstill, commonplace travel purchasing has been disrupted. Now the data finds expectation of personalization, customization, and automation, which is well expected from consumer purchasing in differing industries. Yep. 
I mean, you just said you had your highest sales month ever and you specialize in Mm -hmm. custom packages. Even even though I sell a lot of prepackaged stuff, so cruises, all-inclusives, my clients are more and more looking for customized pre and post, customized um, excursions, things like that. Things that are, you know, we've said so many times, people want more authentic, immersive, just they don't want to feel like everybody else. They want to feel like they're doing something a little bit different than the masses, right? Right. And I'll give you an example of a recent itinerary quote that I sent out for Japan that I am absolutely in love with because it is so customized to the taste of my clients. And this is why it's so important to give suppliers as much details about your client's interests as possible. So mm-hmm. um, it's going to be a honeymoon. The wife, she works in the costume department of a local theater. And she has done costuming work for years. And she used to be in the theater department. I think she majored in theater too. And so she really loves like crafts, artisan work, you know, all these things. And her husband really loves history and culture. And part of the itinerary I sent her had her visiting um, the smaller town in Japan that not a lot of folks go to, but there is a kimono museum there. And not only that, there's an activity that we've quoted for her where she can dye textiles. So she'll learn dyeing techniques that they used in Japan. Like she'll dye fabrics and they'll, she'll do like indigo dyeing. And she like knew all about that. She's like, Oh my God, I'm so excited. I cannot wait to do this. That's something that was customized, especially for them. And it was just so incredible that we could include that into their experience. I love that. The article says that customized packages outpace all-inclusive vacations. So 56% of tour operator respondents said they've seen an increased demand for customized tours over all-inclusive packages. And I think that means more like, not like all-inclusive resort packages, but um, escorted prepackaged tours, right? Mm -hmm. In response, more than 85% of the respondents said they offer add-ons or customization options for their tours, up nearly 20% when compared to 2019. I've noticed a couple of escorted tour companies offering more private experiences or totally customized FIT Mm -hmm. options. Yes, as travel advisors are seeing the same demand with 70% of advisors who responded to the survey saying they've seen an increased demand in 2023 bookings for add-ons and custom experiences. Furthermore, 95% said they offer add-ons to the tours and trips they're selling. I think this is where your pre and post experiences are. Yep. And it says the most popular add-ons are special activities and tours and extra days. So yeah, nailed it. (laughs) It also says here that direct bookers prefer multiple payment installments. Um, I mean, I know that's the number one question, not number one, a very common question that people ask. They're like, hey, how how do payments work? Is everything up front? Um, It says here in 2019, the most common payment option was deposit and final payment due 30 days prior to departure. For 2023, the most common payment option for travelers booking direct is deposit and four installment payments prior to departure. Part of that might be people are spending more, so they might want to break it up and make it a oh, little yeah. easier to swallow because oh, they've got okay. the, you know, they're doing YOLO, but they need to be practical too. Mm-hmm. You know? 
Yeah, I even now when I purchase consumer goods, it's like, or use Afterpay for four installments of eight dollars. I'm like, no, I will just go ahead and pay you $32 right now. Yeah. But a bigger purchase, sometimes it does make it easy. Yes. And then, you know, like we, you and I both use Travel Joy, and you can easily set up a payment schedule for clients yeah, if yeah. they want that. And there's no interest charge. Like something like Afterpay, I think you pay a fee or like a little percentage more, mm-hmm. whereas we can do it for them and it costs nothing, but we just have to right. put in a little time. I yeah, laugh yeah. though when I'm doing like a $6,000 package and clients are submitting $50 at a time. I'm like, honey, are you going to make it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whatever works for them. I think it's just like sucking away, you know, fine. So they just don't don't see it. They're like, here, take this. Take this now. So, yeah. It says here that the booking window remains tight. 60% of tour operators said travelers are booking less than three months prior to to departure. A more than 20% decrease in booking lead time when compared to 2019. Furthermore, less than 20% of travelers are booking more than six months before departure. I think I have a good mix. I have people definitely booking way into 2024 and I have last Mm -hmm. minute and I have everything in between. Mm -hmm. I don't see a real strong trend one way or another in my business. Yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, And the next section says women dominate, which is true. They say women dominate travel purchasing, (laughs) but I like just women dominate, period. Uh, So it may not come as a surprise to many advisors, but women continue to dominate the travel purchasing decision with women accounting for nearly 70% of all tour and multi-day travel bookings. This is up from 60% in 2019. And when specifically looking at purchases made through a travel advisor, the report found that more than 60% of purchases for 2023 departures were made by women. And this is why I see it as an amazing return on investment for me to get dressed and go to women happy hours in the neighborhood. Yep. The Mm -hmm. amount of business I've received from attending those has been incredible. And it's just in my neighborhood. And I'm part of a women's networking group as well. It's just... It's been a really, really great investment for me in terms of my time and whatever resources that I put into there. It says the average age of tour purchasers is maturing. Um, in 2019, the average age, age of, a tra- of a traveler who booked and paid for a tour was 30. For 23, that number is closer to 40 with the highest growth in travel bookings coming from the 40 to 55 age range, followed by the 61 plus age group. But the age of travelers booking with advisors is going down. The Yay. average age for travelers choosing to book with an advisor is slightly higher, hovering at around 45 years. But the data shows the largest increase in travelers booking through an advisor is in the 31 to 45 age group with an 11% increase compared to 2019. Look at those millennials. Well, all good information for us to keep in mind when we are offering our services to our clients, we should be letting our audience know that we can offer a lot more customization, even when it's something as simple as a cruise or an all-inclusive vacation, right? Mm -hmm. Well, our next article is from Travel Weekly, and the title is, Can Chat GPT Be a Travel Planner? We Tested It Out. I was so excited for this article. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
There's so much talk about chat GPT yes. and it really is so useful in many scenarios. Uh, before we get into the article though, I'm just going to go ahead and say there's just nothing that can replace the human touch. And we've already proven that with mm-hmm. even just the fact that people can book their travel online. Right, right. Um, so in the article, the question that they pose to Jack chat GPT is what is the best luxury hotel in Paris? So what they were going to do is compare what chat GPT would show as the results and they would then ask travel advisors. Yep. So the first thing they say is it's a subjective question. Luxury means something different to everyone. The kind of hotel a person enjoys depends on a range of factors from in-room technology to its design For a travel advisor, matching a client with the right hotel involves a number of qualifying questions and often insider knowledge. So can a chatbot answer that question and answer it well? ChatGPT, if you don't know, there's a link here that kind of will take you to an article that will explain to you what it is, but it is basically AI, artificial intelligence. Here's what the chatbot said. There are many luxury hotels in Paris, and the best one for you will depend on your personal preferences and budget. Some of the most highly rated hotels in Paris include the Ritz Paris, the Four Seasons Hotel George V, the Plaza Athenae, the Mandarin Oriental, and the Bristol. All of these hotels are known for their luxurious amenities, excellent service, and prime locations. Basic. Yeah. (laughs) Super basic. (laughs) Lindsay Taylor Lauer, director of luxury and hosting at Travel Leaders 365 in Highland Park, joined the author of this article in posing some more pointed questions to the chatbot. So, and they both agreed that while the answers were accurate, they lacked nuance. And that's exactly the thing. I mean, it's like a Google on steroids, but the thing is, is just want to let you know that my Hey Google just popped up. Um, <laughs> I guess if I say the G word, I now have hey G word popping up, whatever. Sorry about that. Uh, It's like that, but it doesn't actually currently have access to the internet. So it's going on information that's at least a year and a half to two years old. But even if it did, it would still be spitting out the same kind of stuff that you're going to see from like a trip advisor or a real basic article. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't make it easier to travel plan. That's the thing. They no. can narrow down the number of hotels, but you're still going to have to look it up yourself and see the inside of the rooms because a five-star luxury hotel that has like historical interior, historical furniture is not going to be the five-star hotel that someone who wants more contemporary Right. No vibes in a hotel would like. So you still have to do the work of narrowing things down and talking about the pros and cons of each property, the location, all these things that if you don't ask the right questions to AI, they're really not going to be able to give you. I did test out a couple of questions. And one question that I asked was, and it's funny because they're talking about Paris here. I asked, what is a three-day itinerary in Paris for someone who does not like museums? And it gave me some interesting options. I mean, it wasn't like paid tours or anything like that. But Mm -hmm. in terms of being able to suggest some things to your clients to do in Paris, if they don't like museums, that was helpful to me. But I'm not going to have it picking out hotels based on luxury. Even when I tried to get kind of more granular with it, 
I still mm-hmm. wasn't getting what I needed in terms. So it is helpful to us as travel advisors, I think, but it at its current state certainly couldn't replace. And what she said was, it's almost like it gets the big ideas from what's probably been published, right? The Parisian hotels it listed, yes, they are luxury hotels, but they're also probably the most famous hotels in Paris. So the, are they the most luxury or are they just the most famous luxury? I can see this tool being helpful for us in terms of helping us with um, th- with tasks that might take a lot of time. So for example, if you have a client who is uh, gluten-free and they mm-hmm. want to find restaurants that are gluten-free, yes, please chat GPT, give me a list of gluten-free restaurants in this neighborhood in Paris. That way but again, have you'd it. have to go and double check everything because it's only has like access through 2021, I think. So those things could be closed. There could be new restaurants, but it would definitely get you started. I asked Mm -hmm. it what cities around the world are great for vegan travelers, and it gave me some good ideas. Mm -hmm. So you can get like a little head start, but you still have to do the work to make sure that what you're offering still exists and or you're not missing something that was newly launched. And an interesting quote from ChatGPT itself, um, it doesn't think that it can replace an advisor, at least not yet. It's quoted saying, as a language model, I can provide information and assist travel planning, but I do not have the ability to provide the personalized recommendations and experiences that a human travel advisor can offer. Additionally, I am not able to handle the logistics and coordination of a trip. Therefore, I do not believe I can fully replace a human travel advisor. There it is. But I do think it's worth considering what to, if you can even get in because it's full. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know when they'll be opening up to newer users, but thinking about more broad questions that would just give you a little bit of a head start. So things like what mm-hmm. I talked about, like, uh, but until it has access to the internet live, you wouldn't be able to get really detailed restaurant recommendations that you wouldn't have to double check and things like that. I don't think there's anything that's ever going to be able to replace the human touch, but I do think we should look at this as a potential really super helpful tool for us. Last article is from Travel Age West, and it is a review of Flytographer for travel photo shoots in Maui, Paris, Los Cabos, and beyond. And I love a good in-destination photo shoot. What better way to create memories, save memories, um, and also if you are a travel advisor, use them for marketing. Right. But I think there's a couple of companies and photographers, obviously one of them that works with travel advisors and we can make commission, which is great. But even if they didn't, Mm -hmm. this is something unique that you can offer your clients that maybe never even occurred to them to make sure, again, with the customization, right? (laughs) Make sure they're Mm -hmm. getting a really great experience. I usually recommend that people might even send out a separate email during their client experience to recommend something like this Mm -hmm. because once someone does it, they're just going to be blown away. And the fact that you recommended it just gives you all the more credibility but wanted to include this article because I'm not sure all travel advisors advisors understand that this is an option 
Yeah. And the other um, photography company that I know works with advisors that many of you might know, and they are repped by Wonderlux Destinations, it's called PixAround. They're based in Italy, but they have photographers all around the world, as, similar to Flightographer. So that's another route you can go in to, to uh, check out if there's a photographer in the destination your clients will be traveling to. Yeah, I was just telling Teresa when we were discussing it before recording that um, one of my best friends is going to be on a Mediterranean cruise and she's bringing her 12-year-old daughter. And she was like, "What? I want to do one super focused thing on her. And I immediately was like, what about a, a photo shoot? And, and her head exploded. She's like, oh my God, that is so perfect. <laughs> so I think, well, families for family photos, but also if a family has teenagers, like... What an experience. Yeah, I mean, um, we'll, we'll link this article in the show notes so you can look through the different kinds of experiences and destinations. But there are some really cool facts about Flytographer. Like, it's been around since 2013, and it started with a remote team. Like, they had headquarters in Canada, but they had remote teams in Honolulu, but also in Paris and in different parts around the world. Well, the way the article sounds or starts out, I really like. It says, the travel selfie, a close-up photo of one or several faces smiling. And wait, is that the Eiffel Tower in the background or is it just a crane? <laughs> we all love the old travel selfie, but to be able to have a professional photo with, it's definitely the Eiffel Tower in the background is kind of what they're going for here. Being able to make the most special memories in the most spectacular places while traveling. You see the most stunning vistas and the most interesting architecture, and you can capture all of that with the photographic evidence of a photo shoot. And I feel like this service is beneficial for someone like me because then there's less pressure on my travel group to take good photos of me because I can be a little bit particular with what I want. (laughs) in the photo. So um, God bless my sister. God bless my husband. God bless my mom, because they've been with me (laughs) on these trips where I'm just like, okay, now this is what I want. I'll like, hold it here. See this frame. I want to be right here. Uh, I can, I can attest to the fact that traveling with you is a dream because we get all kinds of good photos because you just have an eye for it and eye for capturing those memories. Um, The nice thing is, too, they do like 30, 60, and 90-minute shoots, so it doesn't have to be like a whole day situation. Yeah. So let's talk about the reviews. Um, Mindy Poder, who is the author of the article, said that on a recent trip to Maui with her husband and 21-month-year-old, 20-month-old daughter... She reflected on their last vacation and how the best photo they had together was at the swim-up bar where she could balance her cell phone on the counter while using the self-timer. So having seen the beautiful flightographer photos on social media, she decided to look up the company and within minutes was planning her photo shoot thanks to its accessible and engaging web interface, which if you sign up with them as an affiliate, you can just send your clients the website and it's attached to you and they can do their own thing if that's what they want to do. She said that after landing on the Maui destination page, she had some options. She entered her preferred date and time of day to see which of the nine photographers were available during her visit. 
and she researched the available photographers. They have their bios on there and everything. And they also have a full gallery of images to browse through so you can catch their vibe. Once she chose the photographer, she just chose her location. Um, they call it a route and they offer routes in, in multiple destinations throughout the island of Maui. So she zeroed in on the routes within a 15 minute drive of her hotel. From there, she was able to look at the galleries from each route to get an idea of how her photographs would look. And they're tagged with the photographer photographer's name and the time of day of the shoot. So it really helped her plan best time of day, best location, which photographer had, you know, had a good vibe match with what she wanted and easy to just get it booked. She said the day of the shoot, the, the photographer had given her tips on where to park, where to meet her. And once they arrived, they quickly found her and she immediately put them at ease with her easygoing and warm personality. Kind of like um, the photographer who did our photo shoot that Teresa loves made us feel like it was the best day. Uh, most importantly, she quickly won, won over her toddler by showing her sea turtles nesting on the beach, something they never would have noticed. And her daughter took to the photographer so much that she even asked to hold her hand within 10 minutes into the shoot. She knew all the best photo backdrops, which maximized the time. So as I was mentioning, it's like 30, 60, 90 minutes. It's not cheap. But if you have a photographer who knows what they're doing, you can get some spectacular photos during that time and not waste any of, like, I always thought, oh gosh, I don't want to spend half a day getting pictures taken. I remember even at my wedding being like, okay, I'm done now. <laughs> I want to enjoy the day. <laughs> she said the hour went by quickly, but she was amazed at everything they had done. They shot at two locations, took a mixture of posed and candid shots, and they managed to squeeze in some couple and solo shots. Best yet, they did not have to wait the typical three or more weeks for photos. Their gallery of beautiful images was edited and delivered within a few days. And in terms of working with travel agents, Flytographer has been working with travel advisors since 2015. In addition to offering a 10% commission on all shoots booked, the company offers many perks to advisors and clients. Advisors receive a complimentary high-quality 5x7 photo print credit um, oh, the clients do. And advisors receive a weekly newsletter and a $100 discount off their first personal shoot. Note, photographer told me that they are going to make a slight change to the commission structure this year, so stay tuned for more information. They can coordinate booking details on behalf of their client in advance of the photo session or refer clients to book directly with photographer and receive a referral award. All photographer photographers speak English. They have up updated photography gear and friendly personalities. They employ more than 500 photographers globally, but only 3% of applicants are accepted. So they're just not taking anybody off the street. In Maui, photographer photo shoots are available for 60 minutes, 90 minutes, two hours, and three hours. Okay, so a little different than in Europe. Pricing for a one-hour shoot begins at 385 But like she mentioned, what they accomplished in that one hour sounds well worth the money. They also offer proposal photo shoots and group photo shoots. And the photographers also serve as resources for what to eat, see, and do in each city. The first time Tracy and I came to visit here, where we live in Querétaro, in Mexico, we actually hired, it was like a city tour with photo shoot. It was on Airbnb experiences. 
It was so fun because she took us through the city and found all the cute little alleyways. And so we got like a little city tour with the photo shoot, which I love. I wish I could find more of those all over the world. I think that's like a great way to make it multifunctional, I guess. Yeah. And the cool thing about Flytographer is that you're able to click on individual photographers and see what their editing style is because Mm -hmm. their styles can be slightly different. Um, but they describe its general style as being bright, light, candid, and joyful. And I think you can tell when you see their photos, everyone's really happy. Um, but there just might be preference differences just between your taste and whichever photographer you choose. But I love being able to see what their previous works are. And one thing I always say to my clients is like, when are you looking your best than when you're on vacation? You're happy, probably tan, you're, you know, you're just feeling relaxed. You're going to look your best in most cases, unless you're on a fam when you've been run ragged. (laughs) (laughs) No, you like, I had to make myself like, it's funny because when we were on TPI rocks, I, w- I showed up for like a morning session and I don't remember which advisor it was, but she's like, Oh my gosh, you look so bright and well-rested and like so beautiful. I bet you don't even have to try. I'm like, actually I try really hard. Like this is not, I just woke up like this. is I woke up a while ago and this is work. So I feel like on fans, especially if they're like, Oh, there'll be people taking photos and videos. I, I want to be on my game just in case. Yeah. Yeah, I show up haggard. (laughs) Are we ready for some excess baggage? Oh, yeah. All right, it's time for excess baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory, so you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. According to Travel Market Report, several tour and cruise operators have been forced to cancel departures of tours to Peru and Machu Picchu after the country shut down its famous landmark indefinitely. They also report that Sanctuary Cap Cana in the Dominican Republic has reopened. The resort was shut following the aftermath of Hurricane Fiona in September 22, just as it joined the collection. It now reopens, finally a part of the luxury collection following a four-month renovation. An article from Travel Weekly says that the FAA has publicly named the contracting company whose employees it believes unintentionally deleted files that led to the Uh, notice to air mission system outage on January 11th. The agency informed Congress that the contractor that services the NOTAM system is Virginia-based Spatial Front. Another one from them says that fresh off last year's entry into Thailand, Hawaii's outrigger resorts and hotels is eyeing expansion into markets like Australia, Mexico, California, and Florida. Travel Agent Central reports that a new Grand Canyon glamping resort has opened, located minutes from the rim of Grand Canyon West and set amidst a spectacular western landscape. The all-new Grand Canyon glamping resort offers an array of luxury camping accommodations, including covered wagons, tents, and teepees. In addition, the destination has on-site dining from a gourmet food truck, as well as outdoor activities such as helicopter, horseback, and ATV tours. Another one from them says that nominations for travel agents 30 under 30 for 2023 are now open. You may nominate yourself or pass the word along to a qualified candidate you know. The deadline to be considered for the 16th edition of the program is February 28, 2023. Afar tells us that our chances of seeing the northern lights will increase over the next three to four years as we're currently approaching solar maximum, a time when auroral displays are at their most active and vibrant. Check out the article to see why. I fully 
can't believe I just said a rural without issue. I was I was waiting for a, a hot mess on that. <laughs> according to state according to state department. Nope, something went weird on that. Sorry, the state department cautions against using Uber Uber in Cancun and surrounding areas, prompted by a slew of incidents that occurred in Cancun earlier this week, when the city's ta- traditional taxi drivers took umbrage at the president residents of Uber drivers in their country. A rural was fine, but I can't get that that part out. Basically, um, protests by taxi drivers in Cancun, and you should not use Uber there right now. Speaking of Mexico, our high note today is also from Travel Pulse. Data shows that less star gasm is expected to reach the shorelines of the Mexican Caribbean during the 2023 season. And that's it for Excess Baggage. Just a reminder that all the articles we've referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that we didn't write the news. We're just sharing it. Also, if you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and or share the show. Also, head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under the Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes. Have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello? Please shoot us a DM or email us at hello at the Tin Lounge.com. See you all in a couple of weeks. Yes. Bye. Bye. Cause, cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Cause no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it, like we do it.